prayer, purpose, pathways. Three fundamental things we see in life and three fundamental things that we can gain in prayer. It's a purpose and a pathway and a prayer life. Welcome back to Prayer, Purpose, and Pathways, an episode series on the importance of prayer. This is a piece of the bread podcast and I'm Christian. Today we're talking about when do you find purpose in prayer? Finding purpose in prayer. When do I do it? When do I find it? Is it a one size fits all approach? Do we find it in the easy times or the hard times? You see, these questions differ because of the sheer magnitude of what prayer is, how it affects our lives from day to day. What is interesting in our lives is the reality that we can find so much purpose and so much joy in prayer. Even in the hard times, that purpose makes it through to the surface. I want to look at prayer. And are we just praying in the hard times or are we also praying in the easy times when things are going our way? So to look at prayer in the hard times, I want to use an example. And I want to use Paul as an example. So in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 11, verses 24 through 28, I'm going to read that for you real quick. Five times I received from the Jews 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have spent in the deep, and I have been on frequent journeys and dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my own countrymen, dangers from the Gentiles, dangers in the city and in the wilderness, dangers on the sea, dangers among false brethren. I have been in labor and hardship through many sleepless nights in hunger and thirst without food, in cold and exposure. And apart from such external things, there is the daily pressure on me of the concern of all the churches. And then in verse 29, who is weak without my being weak? Who is led into sin without my intense concern? You see, Paul understood the importance of praying in distress. Referring to this scripture, do you think Paul praised God in those moments? Was there any time he doubted God would deliver him? I'm sure in the moment it might have been hard for him. But Paul had a faith that was amazing to me. I believed he prayed in those times and I believed he praised God for the situations he was put in. Because he was suffering for the message. It would have been easy for Paul to denounce what he was doing, to forget about the importance of the Christian message. Who would blame him? With all the anguish he suffered. But Paul understood the greater good of the message of Jesus Christ. He understood that whilst he was in pain and whilst he was in hardship, it was for the glory of God's kingdom. So how did Paul respond? In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 30 through 31, we see a little bit of that. He says, if I have to boast, I will boast in what pertains to my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, he who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. He is going to boast in his weakness. That is beautiful. No, Paul understood that power is perfected in weakness. In chapter 12, he's complaining to God about this thorn in the, sh- in the flesh. And he's asking, can you please take this so that it might leave me? Can you, can you take this thorn in the flesh out for me? And God says, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. And in verse 
the rest of verse 9 says, Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weakness, Paul says, so that power of Christ may dwell in me. And this is beautiful here in verse 10. Therefore, I am well content with weakness and insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You see, it is easy to praise God. It's hard to pray in the hard times because sometimes we blame God. Jim McGuigan, a, a great teacher, said in his book, God of the Towel, our God doesn't patronize the weak and he doesn't just keep them around as long as they show potential for becoming strong. You see, our God has made a total commitment to the weak in their weakness. His mind is made up. Even if they never become strong, He is going to the cross for them and he believes in them and commits himself to them forever. You see, Paul understands and understood that we need to praise God even in the rough times. Much of the time when when we're praying in hardship, there's something that happens as a cycle of prayer. And it starts with us asking the question, why is this happening to me? Then it goes to God, why are you bringing this hardship upon me? What did I do? I'm a good and faithful servant. And then it moves to anger. And we say, I'm angry with you, God. Why would you bring this upon me? I've been there, folks. There's been times that I've been angry with God about things that I did not understand. But when I took time to pray, when I took time to talk to him, what was beautiful about it was that God understood what I was going through. You see, God understands our frustration in times of hardship. I'm sure there was times that Paul doubted God. I'm sure there was times that he asked God to remove things. We see that in scripture. Can you remove this sword in the flesh? But you look at everything Paul went through. Shipwrecked, robbed, beaten, and stressed out. How many of us forget to pray in the times we are stressed? I know I do. All the time. But we need to earnestly seek God in the tough times as he guides us. As Gary Holloway puts it in his book that he wrote, Praying Dangerously, Paul simply realized that thankfulness is not an emotion, but an attitude. Paul himself did not always feel like thanking God. He was stoned, he shipwrecked, beaten in prison, and even given a thorn in the flesh. But he knew the meaning of suffering and pain. Yet, he could give thanks all times for all things. How? Because he trusted God to bring good out of evil and blessing out of suffering. I love that phrase, as Gary Holloway puts it, thankfulness is not an emotion, but it's an attitude. Let that sink in. When we pray in the, in the hard times, it can be difficult. Our first instinct is to blame God. But that's not what he wants. And we need to do a better job of trusting that God has things figured out. Second, we must ask the question, do I pray in the easy times? Statements here, you get another cycle. And it goes, I'm fine, I just got a job promotion. I just got this new car. God's blessing me. I'm so blessed. Thank you. I'm so blessed. What do I need to pray for? I'll call on God when I need him again. God, you can go on vacation. I got this. My life's too busy for him right now. I mean, look at all the goodness he's given me. We cannot get so busy that we forget to pray in the easy times. We cannot forget to thank God for the little things. 
You wake up this morning, you have a cup of coffee, you look at the sun and the skies and say, thank you, God, for giving me a day, giving me this beautiful day. There is a song by the artist NF, and in the song, oh Lord, he says, you see the same God that you're saying might not even exist becomes real to us, but only when we're dying in bed. When you're healthy, it's like we don't really care for him then. Leave me alone, God. I'll call you when I need you again. Is there not truth in that statement? When life isn't going our way, it's sometimes easier to pray and easier to plead for God's help. But when life is easy, it's like we don't need him. It's like we treat God as a waiter, right? So we treat God as a waiter at a restaurant who brings us our food, gives us what we want, and then we're done with him. When we're full and happy, we tell him we don't need him anymore. Me and my dad would go to restaurants and my dad would always say, I'm fed up in a good way to the, to the waitress. He's like, I'm fed up in a good way. We cannot be fed up on Christ's love. It needs to be something we yearn for each and every day. We need to have him keep bringing it back to us. We can't treat God as some waiter. This begs the question, how do we put forth the effort to pray in the good times? There's a couple passages I want to look at here. In Ephesians 6.18, it talks about praying all the time in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. It says what? Praying at all times. First Chronicles 16.11 says, Seek the Lord and His strength. Seek His presence continually. Not half time, not part time, but continually. First Thessalonians 15, 16 through 17 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. That little phrase, pray without ceasing. Seek the Lord and his strength in First Chronicles, pray without ceasing. The idea of praying all the time is what we're called to do, people. Praying is not a part-time job. God isn't some waiter we can call on when we need fed or need help. God is a father who wants continual conversation and relationship with their son or their daughter. He is a father. What's beautiful about prayer is there's a lot of prayers in the Bible. There's angry prayers. There's lamenting prayers. There's happy prayers. What's really cool is that God understands. God has some big shoulders. I have definitely brought some things to God that I've been struggling with, and He understands. Sometimes we don't want to go to prayer. Sometimes we can't humble ourselves enough to pray because we're not in the right mind. But what's really funny and really amazing is the power the Holy Spirit has to intercede for us in prayer. When I don't know what to say, when I don't know how to approach God, and I don't even know what I'm going to say in the moment. I find the words to say it because the Spirit leads us and leads us to a way of communication with God. You see, Jesus gave so much on the cross. We should be willing to sacrifice so much to him in prayer. I think we find purpose to answer the question when we find purpose in prayer. I think we find purpose in prayer all the time. Purpose during the hard times, in the easy times. The important thing to remember is that we have to find that purpose and truly search for it. Truly look for it. So I want to encourage you guys today. 
that you're continually seeking prayer, looking at how we can improve in our prayer lives and talk to God. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. This has been a Piece of the Bread podcast, bringing you a piece of God's word every Tuesday at 12 o'clock. I hope you enjoy. God bless and have a wonderful day. And I hope that we can learn to find purpose in prayer all the time. Thank you.